I am so happy that you are listening to Just Breathe. It is my most sincere hope that it empowers you and helps you feel less alone on this journey. If you are looking for more personal and more personalized help, I am now offering coaching services. Text BREATHE to 55444 to learn more. That's B-R-E-A-T-H-E to 55444 to learn more. Hello and welcome back to the Silver Lined Relaunch and talk about Full Circle. I have with me today, Michelle Abraham and literally she was the inspiration, the reason that I have now hit the 50 mark in terms of episodes. And I, I thought, what? better opportunity for us to get back together. First off, I adore this woman, but what better opportunity than to actually bring her on, highlight her because there's so much goodness here that she's gonna be sharing with you, and also to be able to celebrate one year later. You're listening to The Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step -step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. So, Michelle, welcome, welcome. I oh my gosh, it. thank you for having me. I feel like this is like a comfortable place for us here. We did I, this so many days in a row, I missed it. I mean, and for those that don't know what we did, literally it started with one of my own personal relaunches, which was I got COVID, one of the very initial people, number 39 in San Francisco. I lost my voice as one of my symptoms. I know that that, that wasn't a common one, but yep, I got it and I lost it completely for five days. Like there wasn't even a whisper there. I mean, it was gone. And I thought to myself, you know what? I've always wanted to start a podcast. I'd been thinking about it, talking about it. And like so many people, it just kept, the months kept going, the years kept going, and I hadn't done it. Well, when I lost my voice, I thought, you know what? This is going to be the last time I say I want to and not have it get done. So I literally looked up the absolute best person in the industry on how to launch a podcast. We connected and I said, how fast can I launch a podcast? And could we go live daily sharing everything that I'm going through, that I'm doing in my podcast? And would you be comfortable with that? And you were like, sign me up. Let's do this. And okay, how many days later did the podcast launch? Oh my gosh, your podcast launched exactly 21 days later, <laughs> I mean, which was crazy. <laughs> and, and, and is that still your fastest or have you now even gotten it like more streamlined? But is that, is, what, what's going on there? No, I love it. From idea to live. 
live 21 days every day going live with you has been our fastest um most fun podcast to launch to date it's been so great it was so great doing that I just and we recorded the whole thing so I loved how you were so vulnerable and allowing us to record that and you wanted to share that with your audience we're now able to share that with our students too like watch how we do this guys this is how it was done it was really cool Well, and you were so awesome because you were literally the night before, even sometimes the morning of putting together the exercise sheets of what we were even going to talk about, asking me like, okay, Hillary, are you having struggles with this part, with that part? I'm like, yes, you need to explain that more. I'm I'm confused. And you were so patient and we did it. And I have to, (laughs) oh my gosh. And I have to say, even down to what we had talked about, I would be, you know, my, the, the name, the silver lined relaunch, why that came to be was when you were, you were so great about like, okay, let's really talk about what you really want to bring to your audience. And I remember saying, I want to share, I want to share stories, the, the vulnerability of people that is not seen on social media. And when it is seen, it's a little snippet. It's a little like two minute, I'm being vulnerable. Let me put on that mask of vulnerability. Let me, you know, this is what happened to me. And then you move on to the next, you know, the next image where you're, you know, doing the fun stuff again. I wanted to let people in on the people that they admire, the people that they follow and have a platform to share those relaunches And to also realize that there are silver linings that come from them to give inspiration, to give it, you know, some form of like igniting them, right. Getting them, getting the people listening to say, wow, if that person went through all of that, what I'm going through, I can get through. And what's fascinating, Michelle, is that it still holds true that underlying message. That's exactly what I'm doing. In fact, it's even gotten, and I'm getting chills right now, it's even gotten more of a, how can I highlight my guests, their journeys, their relaunches. And now it's gotten to the point where they actually, you know, the audience gets tips from them on what they're working on now. And those tips are are ending up being an added bonus of impact for the person listening. So, I mean, it's incredible that in a year, it's still very much in the same vein as what we had originally talked about, which I admire. And I thank you because you made me like, you got to my why. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's what I'm really saying. You got to that underlying why of why why do I really want to do this? Like, why do I want my voice heard? Why do I want to share other stories? Why do I want to share my own? Because I peppered in, you know, my solo, the solo, um, you know, ones too, the solo shows. And that's where I, you know, share a tremendous amount of my own journey. So that's, you know, where we are. And the people that have come on, like I said, I've been able to share their, their own relaunches. And I would love to ask you to share more about you, who you are, and also divulge your biggest impact relaunch to our listeners. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so exciting. Drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> you know, I love that you went on this journey and really found your why because in, in like a lot of shows out there that get their, they get their show up, they go out and then they just do this thing called pod fade where they, they fade out because they didn't hit that why. And I think like you found out like when you hit that why you cannot stop. Like it, this mm. is your true calling to really serve people in this way. And for me, it was interesting because my relaunch, I, I used to be in the fitness industry and I used to be a personal trainer, holistic nutritionist. And then I had a kid. <laughs> one of my, one of my first oh, child. those darn kids. <laughs> <laughs> those things that, you know, <laughs> I was super excited to be a new mom, really, really excited. But I actually have started to realize in the last few years that I think podcasts saved me from postpartum depression. Because I remember having been in a really busy business. I mean, my fitness studio had grown to eight locations across our, our province. And um, I had, you know, 40 plus staff members and trainers and people working for me. So it had gotten oh, quite a large, to be a large company. And when I became pregnant, I kind of shut it all down and, and went really back to the basics because I wanted to focus on family. But because my business brain was so busy when I was a new mom and sitting there lying on the floor with my little guy, I was like, my business brain has gone to mush. <laughs> and it was just feeling unmotivated, uninspired. Mm-hmm. And that's when I looked up into the Apple TV and I, I saw that little purple button there. And I was like, oh, what are these? And I clicked on there and I started listening to some podcasts. So for me, it kind of re-sparked something inside me that was really exciting. And so I'd pop my earbuds in and we'd go for a walk or to the park or when we're driving, we'd be listening to these podcasts and I really think they did save me from postpartum depression and pulled me back into that inspired, motivated <laughs> new mom <laughs> uh, phase. And I have to thank, I have to thank podcasting for that because what I, my journey of podcasting began as a listener. And I, so I understand as a listener, how excited you were when an episode dropped and, oh my gosh, I'd wait every morning for this. It was called eventual millionaire, this podcast that I love Jamie Tardy's and it's probably still around mm-hmm. place to wait every Monday morning. And I'd be so disappointed if it didn't drop. And so now having come from being the listener, I kind of get it when we're helping our, our, our clients launch, like, you know, those listeners are so excited for you to your, your knowledge and your, and your expertise to come out. So for me, that was one of the big relaunches in my life where I went from being in the fitness industry. I loved helping people, wanted to help people have a better life, but actually in the podcasting space, I'm still able to do that same mission, but in a bigger way. Now I'm helping people's voices get out there. So they're making a huge impact with their message. And so I'm actually able to do that on a much bigger scale than it was in my fitness industry, in the fitness industry. You know, what you said there is so important in that I bet the people listening, there's been a podcast or 25 podcasts or an episode that has helped them to feel saved, right? And when you talk about postpartum depression and, you know, just basic anxiety and other forms of addiction, and I mean, all of these things, there is a podcast, there are are people out there that are specifically waiting for you to find them, right? They're waiting. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this. You know, I think about all the relaunches that have happened to me, the deaths in the family, the, you know, my own 
my own bout with cancer, my own divorce, my own, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, you know, my board member basically ends up ending up doing, you know, a Ponzi scheme going into federal prison. I mean, it's just been so much. There's so many relaunches. And the wonderful thing about podcasts is they're readily accessible at all time. Mm-hmm. At all time, like you said, you looked up and there's that purple little, you know, that image and you're like, what's that? <laughs> and I think people are still finding podcasts still. They haven't really listened. Now, obviously, if you're listening to this right now, you've found podcasting <laughs> and, it, you know, it probably has opened up because I know that happened to me years ago where I just heard, you know, somebody said, you should listen to this podcast. And I thought, what's that? Like, what is that? And once I did that, then it became, I I work out to podcasts. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's a part of my life. When we were driving all over the place, I would listen to podcasts. I would listen (laughs) based on what is my mood right now? What do I need? Do I need that inspiration? Do I need that, you know, kick in the pants with business? Do I need a little comedy, a little, you know, a little relief? But what you said is so important in that, you know, you were going down a path, you were fitness, you know, all about fitness. And then you went, you know, you had this wonderful, wonderful child and it kind of changed everything for you and you found podcasts. And then what happened? What happened with this? Because now how many, how many, how many podcasts have you helped launch at this point? Yeah. Well, that was over nine years ago. And yeah, so you've launched uh, how many, I know you know this, how many podcasts have you actually launched? We're about on 223 right now. 223. And the last time I heard there are about, there are over a million podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned pod fade mm-hmm. and about half or what is the percentage of podcasts that just don't reach that, that number of podcasts and they just drop off? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's about a third of podcasts out there from what I understand that there's less than 700,000 actual active podcasts out there. Well, you know what you told me best best. No, there's a lot. And I know I've already said this, but really, truly, I think the, really, I think the best advice you gave me was don't do this. Don't spend the time to get this out there unless you are willing to show up consistently. And the next question you said is, what are you willing to do? Are you willing to do once a week, twice a week, every other week, once a month, but whatever you do, you're going to do it for a year. You're going to focus in and you're going to do it for a year. And I remember I took that, I took that so seriously. And I thought, what do I really think I can do? And I was like, I think, you know, I think I could probably do two weeks. She's like, you're like, what do you really think you can do? And I finally said, you know what? I can do one. I can do one a week. And now I'm starting to think, well, maybe I want to do a, you know, a couple and kind of have a little bit more of, you know, certain content. And so, but now I know what that would mean. I didn't at the time I'm like, oh, this is no big deal. I'll just, you know, once a week, how hard is this going to be? But you do have to get into that consistency. That's so huge. What are, what are some other tips that you're giving brand new podcasters these days? 
Yeah. And that's a huge one, that consistency. And just in where that came from was listening, remembering back when I was that listener, had that episode not dropped that morning when I was feeling blah as a new mom, I would have felt, you know, not great. And I, that would have been really disappointed. So keeping our listeners in mind and, you know, like you mentioned, like we're changing lives with our shows. And so keeping that in mind as you're, as you're out there. So with our new podcasters launching now, we're still saying the same thing. It's a commitment and it's a consistency (laughs) kind of thing. So you can make sure that you can um, allocate that time, take it seriously like you did, and really make sure that you're delivering content on time on a regular basis. So your listeners are conditioned to know that your show is going to come out on Wednesday mornings or Thursday mornings or Saturday mornings. And they can expect that from you. And you're building that trust because if you break that trust, you've lost that listener as someone who trusted you and could have potentially been in, in a customer or a client in your business. Well, and I love that you say Wednesday because I remember talking to you. I'm like, well, what day do you think? Well, you know, you could do this day or that day. And I, it was a Wednesday that we were talking about. I said, let's do Wednesday. So every Wednesday, we have dropped that episode. Now, for those that are listening who have thought about doing this themselves, and they kept kicking the can down the road, um, what what are you saying to them when when they say, well, you know, but there's over a million now, it's getting saturated? Because I've been hearing this too. Oh, gosh, isn't, <laughs> isn't podcasting saturated? And I'm like, oh, geez. What would you say to that? I would say that in the last three days, there's been over a million blog posts published than there are even podcasts in existence. So definitely not saturated. You're, you're you, you're the only you out there and your uniqueness is what's going to set apart your show from anyone else. So as long as you're being you on your show, um, there's definitely room out there for you. It's not saturated. It's in fact, in its infancy stages still, in fact, just hit mainstream within the last year or two. So uh, the first seven years that I was working in the podcasting space, I'd ask my friends, what podcast do you listen to? What are you talking about? What's a podcast? Finally, last year, my friend said, I listen to podcasts to and from work. And I was like, awesome, you've caught up. That's so great. Um, But that's for the listener. There's just, we're just now in 70%, 75% of homes now as listeners. So um, it's a wild west out there as far as creativity goes. There's not a lot of rules and regulations yet as far as what you can do in a podcast. So um, take advantage of it. And the best time to get started, if you're still thinking about it and you've been thinking about it for a while, you've been thinking about it for a while, pay attention to that. That means you have something that you want to share. And uh, the best time to have gotten started was yesterday. So (laughs) no better time than today, I think. Okay. So with that, what, you know, and now even one year later, there seems to be, you know, a lot of people claiming that they are the podcast experts, right? And share with us what you do and what is your unique selling proposition, that thing that makes you different than all the rest. I know it. And I'm sitting here saying, if you were going to start a podcast, mm-hmm. my gosh, you call Michelle, get on her schedule because she will make it happen. And like I said, we, you know, we've, we've hit 5,000 downloads. We're now starting to see that massive 
growth month over month, which is so exciting. You told me it would happen. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> and, and in fact, in fact, answer that one. Cause that one's a, that one's an interesting one. And then we'll go into specifically what you, what you do, but what is it about the numbers? What is it about how do you monitor numbers? What do they mean? What is this download business? Can you explain that? Sure. Yeah. I think that numbers are held in a lot higher regard than they need to be. Sometimes with podcasting, people are so focused on the amount of downloads that they have um, that I always like to say, like, if you're, you know, don't be disappointed by having a hundred downloads on your show, because if you were in um, a stadium and you're speaking to a hundred people, you'd be thrilled. And your message is going to be heard by hundreds of people. And that is great. So just amplify that. If you're now getting 500 downloads or a thousand downloads an episode, that's even more people whose lives you're changing. But if you just change one person's life, you've done your job. That That is why we do this. It's the impact that you're making that makes all the difference in the world. So now with numbers, there's a lot of different numbers we can look at. We can look at reviews that you're getting. You can look at how many people are following your show. You can look at how many downloads there are, but the numbers really, um, they're going to grow month after month. They're going to grow. They're going to get to a point where they start doubling month after month, which is really exciting, which is where you're at right now. It takes a little bit of time for that organic growth and that word of mouth and that, you know, there's lots of things that we can do to help that. Um, uh, you know, help, help speed up that process, but it's, it's time people need is not an overnight success usually, unless you're Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> and it, so, it, it, the exactly. rest of us, it takes a little bit longer. And so when you talk about, you know, you and what you provide, what, how do you work with new podcasters? Yeah. So our, my big vision for um, Amplify You is we want to be like the Hay House of podcasting. So we are really excited to work with people like you, Hillary, like people who are the change makers, the people that have impact messages, people out there making a difference in the world. We love working with those kind of people and helping them get their message out there in a bigger way. So from idea all the way to launching where they're walking step-by-step with you, holding your hand and actually doing a lot of the done for you stuff. So getting your music license, doing your intro and your outro, putting it together, editing it for you. And then we offer podcast management because we truly believe that our experts are in their zone of genius when they're doing the content creation, not when you need to learn editing or you need to learn all the other stuff that goes behind the scenes and podcasting. So if we can be doing our job the best we can be do doing that's allowing our podcasters and our experts to be up for delivering their content, which is what they do best. Ah, uh, see, so good. And that's why if you are on the fence and you're like, oh, I'm thinking about it, you do, you, you know, you do free consultation calls just to see if, hey, it's a good fit. Um, we'll put that in the show notes. So you, you know, people want to reach out to you, they'll be able to do that. But let's talk about after doing this for a year. I really focused on serving, really focused on delivering great content out there. But now at the now there's that point where I'm thinking about being able to, you know, I've done no advertising at all. I'm thinking that I'd like to share. I'd like to share what I'm actually doing, right? Versus only highlighting everybody else's. I'd like to be able to say, well, this is, you know, this is what I do and there's different programs that I have. What's the next step after you've kind of established yourself for that year? You've had an opportunity to, you know, one of the biggest things that I love the most about podcasting is 
I literally can hear somebody and say, I want to meet them. Mm. I want, I want to meet them. Let's invite them on the show. And I get to meet them. I get to meet all these incredible, incredible people that I wouldn't have gotten to meet Mm -hmm. if I didn't have this platform. It's amazing. But now what do you say to that? You know, all right. So you've been in business with your podcast one year. What do you do next? Mm, well, that, that's actually one of my favorite things to do in a podcast too, is just the people you get to connect with oh. and bring on to interview that leveraging your podcast to open doors for relationships to me is one of the best business builders you can do. So keep doing that. I think that's amazing that you, that's the part that you love too, because I do too. Mm. But for the other side of business, some things that you can start doing actually start within actually how you're saying things in your show, what you're saying in your show and being, um, being uh, just open and letting people know what you're up to. I mean, are your listeners want to know, they want to know how, what's the number one thing listeners want to know is, okay, Hillary, I'm listening to you. I totally love you. Now, how do I have a two-way conversation with you? So what's the next steps? How do we get to know each other better? How can I work with you? How can I have more access to you? That's really what your listeners want to know. And it's funny because you know, we do such a good job of elevating um, all of our experts that come in. At the end of the day, sometimes those solo shows are your most popular episodes. And so that means that your audience really wants to know more from you, about you, about what you're up to. So start sharing it with them. So whether or not you're bringing in uh, people that are in your in your circle, your inner circle, your clients, and start talking to them, your team, start bringing people in from your world letting people in a little bit more behind the scenes of what you're up to. And then just be literal. If you're ready to start working with us, here's what you do. (laughs) Sometimes we need to, we think that we need to uh, not, you know, be salesy and that's not being salesy. It's just, we're giving people an invitation to, if you're ready to get started working with me, we can hold your hand and do this together. Direct message me or give them somewhere to actually reach out to you. I think that's a really great next step. Oh, okay. Love that. So now everyone's going to get to hear. All right. I have a business six month masterclass and we have this masterclass coming up and you absolutely, it's free. Go sign up for it. All right. I plugged it. Awesome. Keep plugging away. This is your show, baby. This is your show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, and I, I think that you're right. We're so used to making sure that we're talking all about, you know, what you're working on and what you're doing. And I think that, um, you know, it's, it, I think now I'll start doing that because I, I have found that the solo shows that I'm starting to do, I went from doing solo shows to all of a sudden the guest shows were so fascinating to me, mm-hmm. to me that I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to hear from them. I want to hear more their stories. And so I kind of got into this, like no solo shows. And then we got some word back that like, Hey, what happened to those solo shows? And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, we should do those again. So I am incorporating those back in. So as far as at this point, when you look at the silver lining that came from getting out of the fitness area and now, you know, podcasting, you know, can you tell us like what, what have been some of the most amazing silver linings with that move? Oh my gosh. Having this business, uh, another silver lining for us was, you know, while I was in the fitness industry, my husband was at a long-term career. We bought a house, a car, truck, and had the kids. And then we're like, 
wait a second is this really what we like this is was this our dream or was that the american dream i don't know mm. <laughs> not really sure about this so we talked about moving our family to uh somewhere where we spend a lot of our time on the weekends and the summer vacation area and finally you know how the universe you you it listens and it gives you little hints but if you don't listen it's going to give you a big old smack in the butt and it did it gave us a humongous flood in our kitchen one day where we had to move out of our house for six weeks while we're out we're like hey we're halfway out we're getting a new kitchen new flooring why don't we list our house and see what it does sold within two days and off we went to our summer vacation home where we now- To the lake. That's yeah. where you were every day when we filmed last year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so now we live here and the lifestyle we live is just so much better. So for me, that flood, that silver lining was like, we had that little bit of a wake up call early on where we were going down this career path in this lifestyle that was not, it was the rat race really. Now we have this podcasting business that my husband's now working, doing some work with us too. And it's now a family business. We can do it from wherever we are in the world and just be more family time, be more in our happy place. And it just works so much better for us too. So it was definitely a silver lining. <laughs> well, and you know what you're doing? You're redefining the American dream. Yeah. That's the greatest part. <laughs> You know, what we thought was one way ends up that, you know what, this is really what the Michelle American dream looks like, not what everyone else does. This is not just, you know, repeat, repeat, rinse and repeat. That's not what it is. Well, okay. So at this point, this is, I love all this and you, you know, everything that you've done for us as a company, it's, it's incredible. I would love to know, is there, like, I know if somebody is interested in seeing what we did last year, do you think it's still relevant or have things changed so much since then? Yeah, you know what, it's totally relevant because we're speaking from such a strategy um, type place in a lot of those calls, those strategies still work, those strategies are still relevant, those strategies can still hold their ground today. And what I love about that, even someone who has launched their show already, maybe they threw it together and off they went and didn't really think about it too much that those, those, uh, those um, videos are still very relevant for someone who already has a show too to go back and listen from right from the start, step-by-step, how to think your way through a show. That's going to be a long-term show, not just a, you know, do it till it feels good and then stop (laughs) kind of thing. Well, and I have to tell you that even me having an opportunity, because a lot of times with, you know, my six month business course, I'm now saying, you know, anybody out there want to do a podcast, I've got the foundation, you know, we created this, like I said, we went live every single day until it was launched. I mean, going through every area with all of the documentations. And so for those that are thinking about it on the fence, want to know more. Like I said, reach out to Michelle, DM me. I will, I will absolutely get you in the right direction of, you know, making sure that you really do work with the right people. Cause I think that that was everything. And we had, we invited some pretty incredible guests to come on and just even supplement what you were saying even more uh, around, you know, the camera, if you want to do short little, um, like what we're doing right now, we actually have it and we post it over 
on YouTube. And then we can use little bits of this in, um, what do you call them? You call them, they're like short little ads or audiograms. Yeah. uh, Audiograms. I I was trying to think in my head, I'm like, I know she has a name for this, but I cannot (laughs) for the life of me remember, but I know we do that. So all of those good things. So definitely, you know, reach out, reach out to Michelle, DM her, DM me. And we have, you know, this, this awesome, you know, awesome content for you guys. Mm -hmm. So Very, very cool. So at the end of my podcast, and this is what's so fun, is that a year ago, I came up with some questions, rapid fire questions, and you added some too. And then they've changed over the year because I told you I got bored. I'm like, I can't keep asking this. It's like, I need some spice. I need some, you know. So I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions to wrap this up. And the first is, if you were going to start a podcast right now, what would the podcast be about? Mm, It's going to be called High Vibe Leaders. Hey, I like that. You'll be one of my first guests I invited. Uh, Okay, I like it. And and is this going to happen? Are we doing this podcast? I think so. (laughs) Okay, all right. It's still in the the mulling around, but I'm pretty confident that we're going to get going with it soon. Okay. And you are still at the lake house. Yes. What is your favorite activity to kind of get in your zone? We call it the G zone, your zone of genius up at the lake. Mm, It's a forest bath. So going for a walk and deep into the forest and the trails around our house really helps me just clear my mind, get me excited. And it's actually what I do before I do any podcast recordings. That's so good. I love that. And we're about to move to Boulder. And I got to say, I am really excited. We're going to be up against Chautauqua Park and just being able to get out there and and walk around because for so long we were in San Francisco and it's like, it's a little different when you hit the, (laughs) when you hit the pavement, but versus nature. So I love that too. And what is, and I'm going to throw in a couple that you have heard. So I'll be curious to see what you're going to say. What is your favorite go-to poolside beverage? Mm, I'd have to say a Malibu and pineapple juice. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. Yes. <laughs> and then, and when you think about favorite podcast music that you would put as background, I'd like you to sing yours. Give us the beat <laughs> of what it would be. Cause I'm happy. <laughs> Good old Farrell Williams. Cause I'm happy. I love that. Oh my God. That's so good. All right. And what is your favorite? What's your favorite beauty product by name? Oh, Victoria's Secret uh, lip gloss. Definitely my favorite. And what color? Right what color? Oh, this one is like a, like a plum color. Okay. Love that. And again, we will put this in the show notes for you all. (laughs) And then last but not least, what does a powerhouse of possibility mean to you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Powerhouse of possibility means to me that you actually are the powerhouse of possibility. You have everything that you need to be that powerhouse inside of you right now. All you got to do is make the decision to activate it. So that's what that means to me. I love the word activate. 
Mm-hmm. That is, that is so good. So good. All right. Well, listen, I am going to invite you back next year as well, because we are going to continue this journey together. We are going to like maximize this thing. You've been so instrumental in our company's podcast history that I just wanted again to say thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and letting us like get behind the scenes and doing this. Cause I think this is so exciting. And I think your audience and all, all of our, I know all of our students have loved watching these behind the scenes videos of you getting your show launched and you've made such an incredible show. So congratulations to you on 50 episodes. I'm so excited to see the next Yay. 50. And then how can we get in touch with you besides DMing you? What, what, how can we do that? <laughs> sure. So uh, we have a uh, Facebook group called My Podcast Coach. And also my email address is michelle at amplifyyou.ca. Excellent. Thanks again, Michelle. Thanks Ooh. for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch. If I said something today that resonated with you, will you please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others and help them find the silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to the show notes, any giveaways, and the links to those amazing beauty products at the Relaunch Co dot com backslash podcast. Until next time, there's always a silver lining and now is the time to hit the reset button to relaunch those transitions into transformations.